So we go from your good audio, and then we have Jay on. What's up? <laughs> Hi, Jay. You... Hey, what's up, man? Can you hear me okay, everybody? I got you. All right. Loud and clear. Sorry I'm late. I had to stay on to make sure we got this dub down in Austin all, all wrapped up. It got a little too close at the no end. No problem. You just missed audio talk, which is never fun, and it will yeah. probably be kicked out of the... <laughs> It will. It will most likely not make the podcast, but it was still fun. Well, that's the best uh, content I can bring. Sadly, see, I think you have, you have this constant. Uh, <laughs> well, self, we can get into. Do you have a self-esteem want. issue, <laughs> Blake? Uh, oh, you know, don't we all? <laughs> of course, absolutely. I called my yeah. podcast another dumb podcast. <laughs> well, you know, it's a ticket. You know, if you feel like you. Uh, can bring anything to the table they'll quickly let you know no you can't nobody so it's just best to not ever think you're you're good at anything wow well even if it's good they'll tell you it's bad at least initially of course it's just part of the hazing process yes working with dan that's that's one of the first things i've learned is you know it can be great and he can tell you it's great off the air but on the air he's gonna you know think it sucks by the (laughs) way we're recording so this is a (laughs) can we can we uh, okay, I want to say the recording because I don't want to do any more editing today or, or sure. tomorrow, or I'm probably not going to have a whole lot of time tomorrow. So, well, that's understandable. So if if there's if there's any delay in getting this out, um, by the time this comes out, will they be eulogizing Dr. Dre? Have oh you heard this God. news? Yes, I have. Yeah. There's too much news more. going on. I'm already trying to deal with the whole Kim Kanye breakup. <laughs> And you know, and now we got to deal with Dr. Dre. Those are my those are my first two notes for Blake tonight. Okay. Dr. Dre and then Kim K divorce. I don't think he has a lot yeah. on that. Uh, I mean, you know, big Eminem guy growing up, obviously in the '90s, so very familiar with Dr. Dre. Uh, Kanye, <laughs> the Kardashians have ruined Kanye. You know, as soon as he started dating Kim, it seemed like his career went downhill. So if he can get away from them, then I'm all for it. Ooh, what if that what if that does happen? It's like turns into like the best Kanye ever. That's yeah. I mean, I I hate to be this guy, but I thought, you know, he's gonna put out a couple of really dumb albums, which he has. Then he's gonna get divorced from Kim. He's gonna make one that's super weird, and then the album after that one will be the best thing we've ever heard. Can we... Well, this might give him plenty of material to work with. Yeah. <laughs> true yeah i mean i was gonna say is there anything the kardashians haven't ruined other than their own bank accounts whoa that's that's a good good thing yeah i I mean that you know there is that how there is that theory that they've ruined every man that they've come across well how many divorces is this for kim at least two or three three was she not married before that humphreys guy was she married to Ray J? <laughs> well, I don't think so. <laughs> I th- she, I think she was supposed to be Blake. Oh, if we're okay, they were practicing, I guess. That Damon right. Thomas. It was a warm up. It was just a warm up session. Man, that was that. What a jump down! I don't even know who this guy is. Uh, the very first one. Yeah. Well, I'm sure that she was. That she was just. She was she was nobody then. It yeah. was in two thousand two thousand four. Yes, she knew she was absolutely nobody. She was she was probably Paris's uh, assistant around then. That's right. 
Because she's like early 40s, right? 40. 40. 40. Even. So three. Wow. So three in 20 years. That's pretty impressive. I think she could hit seven. She, the Antoine Walker of marriages. <laughs> Did you think that this would go this way, Blake? We just start on Kim uh, Kardashian. No, I didn't. I didn't think we'd get into Kim Kardashian talk right off the bat. No. <laughs> I'd suspected Dr. Dre at some point, but not this. So, Dr. Dre, he's, he's in ICU because of the brain aneurysm. I think that might be. If it's not at the top of the list, it's near the top of my worst fears. Uh, yeah. Um, how old is Dr. Dre? He's got to be in his 50, 55. Oh, man. You know what? I have to talk to my dad. I think my grandmother had a brain aneurysm at 53. Nearly killed her. And she didn't die, though. So She pulled through. Oh. So, if, so if Dr. Dre... Well, hold on. I was going to say, if Dr. Dre dies, my, my grandmother is stronger than Dr. Dre. Okay. She's still alive, yeah. 90 years old. Take that. Wow, aneurysm survivor. Yeah, she's a cancer survivor too. I think wow. They can't take My her down. God. They can't take her down ever. She's like one of the Avengers. Basically. So you're saying Dr. Dre needs a doctor. <laughs> this is what I brought Blake on here for is yes. stuff what I'm like here that. Corny jokes. Yes. We appreciate it. Well, I guess this is somewhat of a start of a podcast. <laughs> that was oh, that was the, that was the intro. That was that was, the, that uh, was the cold preview. Yeah, just it's the, it's, it's the icebreaker. It's a presentation. <laughs> yeah, hey. we can't just go. Hey, Blake. So where were you born? You know, we have yeah. to like. <laughs> I think I did that with TC, and he was like, "Where was I born?" <laughs> <laughs> he didn't. He was very thrown off by that. So, Blake, where were you born? Uh, Garland. Garland. All places. Yeah. Stayed there for 25 years and then smartly got out when I could. Mm. Why? Okay. What, what's wrong with Garland? Dude, have you been there? <laughs> yes, I have. <laughs> so were you a, you a Garland High, South Garland, name and forest guy? No, I went to a small private school in Garland. Garland oh. Academy. GCA, a yes. Swordsman, yeah. A swordsman? Yeah, the uh, the story is they originally wanted to be called the Bible Men. But, uh, <laughs> Hold on, I gotta they look that up. from that because you know other schools will make their banners like you know I don't know smash the lions or whatever, and they didn't want any slandering of Bible Men, so then they chose Swordsmen. Oh, that's true. Like, let's kick these Bible Men's asses. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you can't really. Yeah. T- teams are running through those huge banners with a picture of the Bible with a line through it. Yeah, a yeah. guy holding the Bible, and then you just, yeah, crush the banner or whatever. Burning the effigies of Bible men. Yeah. Damn, can't have that. That would be kind of bad. Yeah. Right. So you're a Garland guy. Yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. A lot of this podcast, I feel like I somewhat know you, but I probably don't know quite a bit less than you think. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That sorry. Makes a lot of sense, but no. I mean, probably the less you can bring up about me, the better this podcast will be. Just as a see, there he goes a... again. His, <laughs> that high self esteem. <laughs> I think. I think the problem is you're at least somewhat, if not the majority, of the subject matter. So it's going to be hard to. Let's just stay away from Blake. Yeah, just stay away from Blake. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. All right, we'll just see, sit over there. 
Sit over there in your closet there, Blake, and we'll get to you. (laughs) Well, I'll explain that here in a second for Jay, who missed out on the explanation. But, no, I do, like, kind of interviews, you know, kind of as a job. And I was thinking, if I were to interview myself, like, that would be a really tough job. So I don't know how you're going to do it for, like, an hour or however long we're going to do this. I don't know what I would bring up to myself for an hour. So your your work is cut out for you. And and to make my work even harder... Didn't do a lot of notes. I'm gonna yeah, say that. I, I'm gonna say that right now at the beginning well, of this. There's not much you could have found anyway. So I like. Uh, we're gonna probably beat around with this. I I can only say for the things that I do know. So Blake, I don't even know where you went to college. Did you go to college? Or you? Yeah, I was on like the 10 year plan. Oh, well, that's cool. <laughs> where? Yeah, community college. Uh, started at UTD for a little bit. Dropped out of there. Uh, then went to North Texas for a little bit. Whole lot of classes without a degree. So, you know, parents are real happy about that. Hold on. You you went, you said, well, I guess that spanned out, spread quite a bit from 10 years with yeah. no degree? No, nothing. What were you pursuing? He's going to be a uh, broadcaster, right? Well, yeah. In the beginning, I wanted to go kind of computer engineering, like computer software, electrical engineering, and that kind of thing. Yeah. That's the and UTD kinda, connection. Yeah, and so then that was, uh, believe it or not, really hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Super bailed hard. On that. Yeah, bailed on that, and by the time by that time I was at the ticket doing stuff, and I was like, well, maybe I'll just do radio and TV and film. So I went up to North Texas for that, and then just you know couldn't really make the schedule to keep going to classes and do ticket stuff and all the other stuff I do. So just kind of bailed on the whole thing. <laughs> but, like, what exactly, like, did you did you have a fondness for radio? Did you you said film? Did you or yes you, you know whatever about wanted to make a movie? What? No, uh, that's just a degree, you know, RTVF. Um, but no, like why I wanted to get into radio was I like after I got to the ticket. So I started at UTD going for engineering, and uh, you know you may have not you may have heard this, but. One of my best friends through high school, his mom worked at the ticket, Donna Willard. And so I approached him about, you know, some sort of internship at the ticket, you know, to do engineering. And uh, they didn't really have an engineering internship, but she kind of made one because she was, you know, somebody up there. And so I started doing stuff with the engineering staff um, just because the degree I wanted had engineering in it. Now, (laughs) the engineering at UTD and the engineering I was doing was completely different. Uh, but you know, just started doing stuff with the ticket and it was fun, uh, doing the remotes and training camp and super bowls. And I don't know. I, I would I kinda... say that would be the more fascinating parts is that you're one of those quiet guys who were basically there through all those, you know, training camps and, and super bowls. And like, I, I don't know if you hung around there, but you had to have been around quite a bit of that. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and honestly, like I wasn't a P1 until I started working at the ticket. So when I started doing these remotes and events and, you know, going out to California with these guys for two weeks, like I didn't really know their on-air persona at all. I just knew them. When did you start? So just. What the internship? No. Yeah. Anytime with the ticket. You said you had been there 10 years, maybe. Yeah. So I, I interned there in 2010. Okay. Uh, and then have basically been there ever since. Okay. Well, so it's interesting. Oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say it's interesting because I was going to ask that question whether 
it was you were drawn to the ticket from childhood like adolescence. it sounds like or, he doesn't really you... like the ticket at all it's, no, no, no. <laughs> it sounds like he got, but he got there he got there and uh, then after he was there he kind of discovered what some people refer to as kind of the attraction or the you know the magic of it it's a big family as even J- if they yeah, don't treat yeah. you well right so no yeah i like i said i, I kind of knew them personally before i knew them on the air and like for my first you know few remotes you know, the P1 would come up to me and be like, ah, how great's Corby, man? And I'm like, yeah, I guess he's cool. <laughs> he's all know? right. Um, but no, it, it's, yeah, it was really weird to see like how much people like idolize these guys before I kind of knew, you know, what being a P1 was and got all the inside jokes and stuff. But uh, yeah, so I kind of, I don't know, I did it backwards, I guess. Kind of learned, learned uh, inside the ropes before I, I figured it all out. Well, was it like, uh, okay, again, you were, I don't know how many years you were doing the engineering part where, was it from 2010 though? I mean, to where you actually had like a full-time gig where you were doing that. Yeah. So from 2010 to 20, you know, March of 2020, I was just part-time doing maybe one or two remotes a week. Okay. Uh, You know, there's other stations in the cluster. So I was doing stuff for ESPN, The Wolf, you know, all the other stations that we have. That's right. Uh, okay. But it really, it, it wasn't until, you know, I got the producer job in March that I got, you know, full-time job. So you were in the, uh, I got a hustle to try to eat type thing. Yeah. So it's, uh, you know, a lot of contract stuff of doing stuff for the University of North Texas and TCU and high schools around the area. It's just, you know, picking up any sort of work where you can find it. And that's, that's honestly like kind of what got me you know, my foot in the door for the producing gig is doing, you know, outside production experience and doing stuff outside the ticket because, you know, it's, it's hard to get, you know, airtime at the ticket. It's hard to get your foot in there. So I had to go get it other places and that, you know, made me a good fit for the producer job that I have now. Well, I think that's what kind of explains though, because it doesn't seem like, you know, I've, I've known Jake and I, I know that, his big thing from day one was, you know, he started it. It's just banner because he was like, I need like, I know I'm not going to get any reps on the ticket. That's not going to happen. So he had to make that podcast to try and hone his, hone his podcasting chops and just keep talking and it'll only get better. Right. Yeah. You can it's you know the ticket is such it's so limited you know there's so many guys up there that grew up idolizing the ticket that just really want to be on the ticket and i don't know i just knew that my my experience had to come from outside of the ticket you know to hopefully someday fit in up there and so yeah you know jake jake started at the bottom overnight board up and all that kind of stuff and you know I feel like I kind of did too because I started in with the engineering wise. So a very different, very different route, I think. But yeah, it it is. But honestly, you know, engineering, I got to see what it was like behind the scenes. You know, the conversations that the producers and the talent had to have. You know, the planning that it took to get in there. So it was really like, you know, as I was looking through the, you know, the the glass of how to do what these guys did. And while I wasn't, you know, producing or anything, I got to see it really up close. And that, I mean, that's helped me a ton. I've always been like, what do producers do? 
<laughs> on the ticket because it's always different. <laughs> Thing, things that I don't quite understand. Yeah, I'm like, probably. I'm like Mike Soroy. Uh, I don't know. He drinks and he sh- he says shit on the show. <laughs> like, I guess he does talk to Goose. I don't know. Like, well, so there's there's kind of two different producers, right? There's yeah. a Soroy Danny that's almost like the third chair. Right, the yeah. host. They're they're pretty much a host. But then I feel like I've kind of more slid into the role of a Fernando, who, you know, you never hear Fernando, but Fernando has a huge imprint on, on how the morning show is, is produced and how it's planned. You know, I would say, um, you know, the uh, producing for Fernando is presenting segments and ideas for the musers, and then the musers from that standpoint will pick and choose what he presents and then run with that. So it's like he's the main, not not the main. I don't want to say that, but he's a big he's a big brain behind the musers' operation that a lot of people don't see. That's true. I mean, I guess there are just. Well, I think it's almost like introvert extrovert. Like you can either be the introvert, you know, producer pulling strings and trying to offer up ideas and moving the show one way or another, or again, you can be more outwardly and going. I don't know. I ain't got nothing, but I'll, I'll I'll say some things on the air now and then. I don't know. I mean, I'm yeah. not saying that that's not what, you know, I, I'm not saying that Danny and them, they don't do anything. I'm just saying it's, I don't think they probably is, are sitting there writing down a bunch of things like Fernando is. It's just different. Well, see, to me, like, you need to have someone that's a part of the conversation, but still removed enough to know, is this heading in a good direction or is this heading in a bad direction? You know, like I'm what I do during the show is I take a lot of notes on what the guys are saying, because, as you know, bad radio does a good job of saying everything. Yeah. So, you know, primarily during the show, I'm cataloging, but I'm just listening. You know, are they getting in the points that we had discussed earlier? Are we getting the audio that we have? You know, is the show going in the direction that we had planned it to go or is it? spiraling towards porn talk where Dan or Dan will take it or whatever. You know, I'm a part of the conversation, but at the same time, I'm like overseeing it, making sure it's staying, you know, where it needs to be. Okay. So, you know, there was actually a couple times, I I don't know exactly when this has happened. I don't know if you do this, but I remember a few times listening to Hardline where I don't know if Danny meant for his mic to be on or off. Like, or, or I guess there's a, a part where it's not on air, but you can t- still talk to the guys. Yeah. Correct. Um, there was a time where he goes, I-, I remember he did one time. He goes, okay, now you Corby or something like that. Or I don't know if that's, is that something that you guys are doing? Or I, I like, Oh, one guy's talking a little too much. You need to bring the other guy in. Um, I mean, that's really uh nitpicking at that point. You know, if you're saying, what I would imagine is he was saying Corby has the next question for a guest or something, you know, because okay. sometimes, especially now, you know, Norm is at home, Donovan's in studio, like they have to say before time, like Norm asks a question, then Donovan, then Norm, then Donovan. That way you're not stepping on each other. Right. Like, so, like we do here. Yeah. Like the. <laughs> you, <know? laughs> you guys need a producer. Yeah, we, we told, do need a producer. We've been and, looking for interns uh, who will do not who do all of the work for free. That's it. Yeah. yeah. The we'll, one thing we don't have this week is anybody eating in the background like we had last <laughs> week. You weren't here for that, Jay, right? 
No, I listened to it. Yeah, I think Jacob. Right. I think Jacob was enjoying a nice stew or something. I'm <laughs> no, not sure. He was having fucking Chinese food. And it was driving me nuts. <laughs> I could hear the back of his throat. That's what like, I get for calling a guy who just got up from back from the bar and was just like, "I'm hungry, man." <laughs> okay, sorry, Blake. Uh, <laughs> You're good. <laughs> yeah, it's not as polished over here, but at least we, you know, we're having fun. I guess that's all that matters. Yeah. Right? No, but I, I just find it fascinating in, in the sense of what exactly a producer does and what they should do and what, I don't know. I mean, it just depends on kind of what guy you want to be. And um, I don't know. It seems it seems kind of weird. Well, I don't want to say weird, but like, <laughs> wow, I was just about to say, do we need producers? <laughs> no. I, I let me let me finish that. No, we're not uh, necessary at all. <laughs> but uh, I really yeah. like the job that I have now. No, so I'm really you... glad you're there. I'm just in a sense of I was like in a podcast, and there's not. I guess there are producers that you know they have like people who are there. I mean this the, this podcast will never have a producer. It will legitimately only be a bunch of friggin' jerks just. You know, no, he but... he or she would be getting us back on track right now. Yeah, I'd be like, ironically, yeah, see, all right. Here's what a producer would look like for your podcast. Okay, yeah. Okay, the producer would have booked probably someone better than me. <laughs> uh, they would have had them had them lined up and ready. So all you do, Brad, is you sit down in front of your mic and you sit and you talk. You just yeah. show up. Yeah, that's you just really show all up. you do. The yeah. producer, well, that's what I it's, do, but it's yeah. not working out. Yeah, I I am actually Jay's producer. Okay. Jay, uh, Jay, yeah. I'm going to say Jay's a talent because uh, whatever. But yeah, I am the producer and uh, uh, ra- uh, not radio host, but podcast host. And engineer, right? You said everything. Uh, yeah. I'm True. Set. I do way too much for this podcast. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> so like the producer will, will book the guests, you know, get them straight, uh, remind them, hey, you know, you're coming on nine o'clock, whatever. Uh, then, you know, at some point, he would have talked with you like, hey, let's get into this, that, and the other with this guest. And, you know, if, if it's getting, you know, doled down, he might say in his ear like, okay, let's let's move on or let's do this. Or might even pop on air and say, hey, what about this? You know, just kind of keep the conversation rolling if it gets stale or something like that. And then uh, let's see, for your case, the producer would then edit the podcast down. Uh, release it on whatever uh, you release your podcast yeah. on. No, I'm uh, ju- I'm just it. if oh. I ever had, I mean, the producer is probably something very much needed on this podcast, especially the well, things see? that have happened. <laughs> we need we need a producer for the dump button on this on this there podcast. Yeah, it's I know it's I, we we can curse and everything, but it still needs to have a dump button because there are things that are said that uh, never need to reach air so <laughs> well yeah well some some haven't some have so. we've had to use our proverbial uh per, i don't know why i just said it like proverbial that. proverbial <laughs> uh dump button because of idiotic things that were said or uh, yeah out of context so, lines so when it comes to booking guests and this it might be easier because it's a big station and a major market but I mean, like, what's your hit rate on on who you're trying to get on the air? Not good. Um, <laughs> really? Yeah, and you know, honestly, I thought during lockdown, I'm like, people have more time than ever now. Yeah. Like, let's let's get everybody. Like, I reached out to Danny McBride just because. Like, what's he doing? You know? 
Um, you make it a movie? I mean, is the what's that Jim Stone's fucking movie? The show is doing. Yeah. <laughs> that is a good show. But, yeah, he's getting, but is I mean, he getting ready to play the same character in the forty third straight movie? No, yeah, it's a different gonna, shade of it. <laughs> okay. Character role. Uh, yeah, he's Kenny Powers and everything. Run a reduction. He was slightly um, different in Tropic Thunder, okay? Was he? No. <laughs> yeah. I, he's great. I mean, he I love him. No, I oh, so do I. Yeah. That that was my thinking is that, you know, nobody's doing anything. Like, just be on the radio. But uh no, it's just it's a really small hit rate. Um probably the biggest I've guessed I've gotten so far is McConaughey. But, you know, you think about it, he was, you know, pushing his book. Right. You know, these people like pretty much have to have a reason. To come on your show to do it. And yeah, you know, that I, seems you know, to can... be the biggest problem is uh, with the radios. Is like I'm sorry to cut you off there, but see that I needed Good. a producer there. Um, <laughs> uh, no, it seems to be the problem is like, well, I don't want to do jack shit for you unless it's there's like something out for me. Like, well, what's in it for me? Yeah, I, I know, exactly. I, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So but, you know, you try to spin it like. Uh, you know, like McConaughey, you know, he, he was doing something in Austin and I, was, I pushed like, hey, you know, we have a big push in the Dallas-Fort Worth market. You know, you could, you just came out with your book. You know, just you, you have to present it as here's why you should come on our radio station. So, uh, yeah, I wish the hit rate was higher, but, you know, it's not. It's just how it is. And it's hard now because people aren't like comedians aren't performing locally. Musicians aren't traveling. You know, there's there's little there's less of a reason now to come on, I guess now than ever. I guess that's true. You get can't, you can't get a comedian just to come on and be like, hey, one segment all yours, just run through ten minutes material. Yeah, that sounds that fucking is, awful. But... I don't know why you would suggest that. <laughs> well, like... I was going into my I'm launching a stand up comedy career. Oh, you but are. I will. Yeah, I, I hear of like comedians all the time. They go to like. I'm not name your generic Bo and Jim that are in Indianapolis, and they'd be like, "All right, come in and you know do your set." And, he, and a lot of comedians are like, "That's not like what I do. Like I'm not just like we're not clowns where you just all right do that one routine like <laughs> unless you're like Gaffigan. All right, come on, do that hot pocket thing. <laughs> like yeah, and you know honestly, if you're asking a comedian to do that, whoever's accepting it, like they're who they are for a reason. Like they're not funny, you know. They're 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 accepting it because they're a nobody, right? Like or they're crazy... local. Um, what do you like mean? uh, they've had a couple guys on the ticket before. God, name escapes me. Paul? But they're like local. Yeah, I forgot Varghese. his name. Is that his last name? Varghese. Uh, yeah, yeah. But like somebody like that who's literally from Dallas, from the yeah. area, has history with the station. But that's probably different because they're not getting on. Right. They're not getting on popping their suspenders and being like, who's ready to laugh? <laughs> They're just on for the interview. Yeah. Is everybody Howie Mandel or whatever? <laughs> <laughs> Blowing up the glove on their head? Yeah. Just, I think it was a condom. Right? Or no, it was a glove. Yeah, it was a glove. Actually, definitely had fingers. <laughs> that's, a different, that's a different kind of condom, Brad. <laughs> it's a different podcast, too. That's hilarious. <laughs> well, I I still think though you would be able to. to I guess this is going to be a pro, uh, pro, producing a uh, roundtable. Uh, yeah. Jay, Jay, I think got a guess one time, haven't you? What for your podcast? 
Oh no, that was for another podcast that you have that you produced for me. Like you, you produced me. You said, "Hey, we're gonna have Brad on the podcast." Oh yeah, no, I got, sh- I, I kind of got Shelly Luther on your podcast. Yes, that's the one. Yes, you got Shelly <laughs> Luther on. So, I was, I, I know people. He, he just goes, I, "I found an email here." No, I know somebody who. Oh, okay. That's how I got it. There you go. God, that was, that was gold. That, but she did turn out to be a little loony, though. So okay, so. This is the, the thing that if, if I ever doubt Brad, my faith is restored when he finally admitted, like after the fact of, that's Shelly Luther. I think she's a little crazy. <laughs> I've said it from day one that she was no, crazy. You said she was extremely nice. She's very nice. I, she is I, very nice. But she's like your you aunt who like you love to death, but you know she's still crazy a little bit. Yeah. You know? It's no big deal. You tolerate her in doses. Yeah, I mean, she's still a nice person. I think she's pretty normal for Pilot Point. Is that where she... <laughs> no, what? I think that's where she lives. Okay. I'll, I'll believe you. I just... I, for, I didn't... Re- I missed that one. Did you think we were going to talk Shelley Luther? <laughs> okay. No, I didn't. <laughs> you never have any idea what we're going to... No one does on this podcast, but... I had enough of Shelly Luther talk working with Jake every day. He was obsessed with her. You know, that was... You know, that was... uh, That was really kind of the the reason why I got her on. And not because I was going to be like, oh, yeah, she's totally awesome. I'm going to be like, yeah, but, like, does it come to a degree where you're like, people are just, yeah, obsessed with her or, like, man, this bitch needs to go to jail. And I'm like, all right, let's... Everybody calm down. Like... Yeah, there's got to be like a median. Like we all know right now, salons and places to go get haircuts are now open. Yeah. So can we admit that she was kind of right? I think in that time period, we were just so ready to care about something (laughs) that we were just going to glom onto anything, really. Yeah. Like I don't know. Could you imagine if the Leaning Tower of Dallas happened after lockdown? It would have, <laughs> it would have been the top news story. Of course, no, I don't know if it would. Top news story before lockdown. No, we would have been and like, then... no, man, people are dying. Everybody, get back in there. Don't look at that building. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I think know. it would have given us. It would have given us hope. So, <laughs> if do you... if the building can do it, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't know. Hope. Do you think? Uh, do you think? Kardashian, Kim Kardashian or Shelly Luther ends up with the most divorces. Brad, your thoughts? Kim by a long shot. Which I think she's only up three to two. So three to two. <laughs> yeah, it's, like a, it's a close ball game. It's yeah. a close ball game right now. Anything goes, but we'll we'll definitely be. We have a counter at the top of the screen right now, of okay. uh, of what's gonna what's happening right now. I still think we would have sought hope in the Leaning Tower as strength in a dying world. Well, what was kind of funny is like Blake got the job, and it was kind of weird. Uh, and Blake's gonna be mad, but I think we we were like, "Oh yeah, Ryan Meddy, and what the, I can't even remember his name now. He's probably gonna get the producer job." You know, when we were doing that, and then you came up, and I go, "Oh yeah, I guess that probably makes more sense." I don't. Thanks, I'm sorry yeah, you didn't yeah. come up. You are the silent man, but I, I get it now why you got the job. I mean, you. That was kind uh, of everybody's uh, take on that. Is oh, I thought TC would get it. Oh, okay. Or oh, uh, Justin Montemayor. I thought he might get it. Yeah, I'd never heard of you, Blake. 
No, I like I I think we've actually uh, Man, I could probably find a picture like I I've, I've probably been what? in your vicinity. Like I think I took a picture when we were at like a Dallas Star training camp or whatever. Okay. And I think you probably did one. And you were probably there at the remote. Yeah. And I, and I probably I was sitting there talking to Jake, talking to Dan and stuff, and I was like, "All right, cool." And I was like, "Ah, fuck you, engineer guy, get out of here." Yeah, basically. <laughs> so, we've been in the vicinity Tony, of each other. Yeah. No love. Yeah, know? I mean, it's kind of weird to talk to the. What's going on, engineer guy? I don't know. And honestly, we don't want to talk to you either. So <laughs> it's mutual. Yeah, I mean, I feel like you got things to do. I don't know. No. He's over there twisting knobs. <laughs> yeah, he's over there twisting knobs over there. Uh, once sure- it's set up, it's it's uh it's just a, it's babysitting at that oh, point. Okay. But no, I mean, you know, due to that, you know, relationship with the guys helped a lot. You know, previous relationship with Cat, that you know, that certainly helped for sure. No doubt. Well, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, well, I, I I guess you don't have any fun. Is there the stories that you just can't tell on any type of air of what has <laughs> happened on any training camp or? Or Super Bowl. See, I was wondering if you were going to ask me that, and I had to go through some stories that I could try to try to tell. I mean, obviously, there are the stories that, you know, of the guys acting, you know, a way that they probably don't want the public to know about. Um, so, okay, but... that's that's fine. Like, literally, it could be name, no, unnamed whatever person, but I guess you probably can't even tell those. Um, let's just, okay, I've got a... <laughs> Yeah, there you go, Jay. Jay's intrigued over here. Look at him. <laughs> there's a story involving, you know, flaunting how much money they make. You know, that was a that was a pretty funny one to a guy that you know didn't know who he was. Uh, you know, obviously they they would get into a lot of crazy stuff with kid on the road. Uh, Mike would scare everybody uh, just by wandering <laughs> off. <laughs> I was gonna say erratic behavior. Like no, like yeah. you just lost. You lost Mike. Like he's like that grandpa you take on vacation. You're like, oh god, we oh, lost him again. Dude. Absolutely. So there was one time leaving uh, a restaurant in California. Mike just said, "Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna walk back to the hotel at like, you know, dark." And we we're like, "Are you sure?" And he's like, "Yeah, yeah." yeah. I'm like, "Okay." As we're leaving, he's walking like the opposite direction of the hotel. <laughs> so just like a Roomba, you know, we had to go like physically turn him around and walk this way. And he finally made it back. But just you know, stuff like that. Corby was his babysitter on the road. And I don't know how he's doing like now, like with nothing to do. I have, I'm very curious on Mike's life now. Well, he started a podcast and then didn't do any podcasting anymore. Yeah, yeah he did about five of those, about as many as Grego did when he started his. Oh, man. Wow. They do have a linear amount. <laughs> but I think he started another one, isn't he? It's going to be on vocal? I don't know. I only heard of the first one. Okay. I th- how, I thought he was gonna... how is my... Did he, like, interview people? Yeah. Just kind of like one-on-one interviews, okay. I think. Yeah, Dale, one time, right? I think that was one of his episodes. One time? I mean, what if he was a returning guest? That would have been, like, two-fifths of the entire podcast. <laughs> right. But it was supposed to be, like, a, a an iteration of Mike's mind, right? Okay. I thought that's what it was supposed to be. Well, is it going to be... You know it would be really good if he would just put, like... Mike... If Mike put out 15 to 30 minutes a week of just 
well, let me tell you a story of yeah. area, you know, and just because of the, that was one of the more fascinating things. I remember, I don't know why we, I'm sorry, Blake, we've, we've jaunted off of you. Uh, Go ahead. The was, Smart. It's no Good longer decision. about you. As your producer, uh, that's a great decision. It's a very, there you go. Um, no, I remember one time, I don't even know what the full on, he was explaining uh, a, a crazy last day of Major League Baseball. I can't remember what year it was. It was probably like 11 or 12, maybe. Yeah. And uh, he was sitting here explaining, and I was, I was a remote. Maybe you were there. I think maybe Tony was. But... Um, it was remote at a Boomer Jacks in uh, Bedford. <laughs> so, oh, <wow. laughs> oh dear, I know, I know the one actually. Yeah, well, I think I I was driving by it and I was like, hey, I called my wife and I'm like, hey, I'm gonna stop over here real quick to Hardlines uh, uh, broadcasting. And he was and I was sitting in a in a in a six top that was where they were recording. I was sitting in a six talk by myself, just sitting there staring at Mike as he was telling this story about this this crazy last major league baseball day. Like there was the last game, and there was I think it was like Tampa Bay was trying to win, and there was all this other stuff. Yeah, Longoria's home run. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's right. Yeah. So he was explaining that whole day, and I'm just enthralled because he can just kind of make a story out of almost nothing. Like yeah, and just you're like I'm just listening, and I felt like a kind of a dweeb just sitting on a six top by myself and i don't know if anyone else anyone else was looking but like me and mike our eyes met at that moment and he was just talking to me and i'm like this is weird (laughs) all right corby was on his phone he wasn't paying attention yeah (laughs) Yeah, but you guys you guys can attest like that was one of the great things about mike is when he was talking you just wanted to listen yeah it didn't matter what it was about. It could be about some, you know, spare musician or about a trip he had or about baseball. Like, that's what made him great. Is you just you just wanted to sit back and take in whatever he had to say. No, he tells a great story. Yeah, whatever man. it is, sports, sports or otherwise, for sure. And then the general idea of being the guy who's sitting there just staring at people do radio. <laughs> it's basically ticket stock. <laughs> what what you're yeah. describing. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, nor nor yeah. would love you, Brad. Well, <laughs> speaking of that, uh, they didn't have it this year. Couldn't do it in person. But there are people where they the star power where they have the Normathon usually is pretty close to my house. So I always stop by there sometime during the day for thirty minutes, forty five minutes maybe. There are people that are there the entire time watching them do that. Yeah. Like six to whatever is six a.m. to midnight, and I think yeah. that's how long it goes. Yep. Like the entire time, I I don't see how that's humanly possible. Well, it's just um, you know, it's just a P one wanting to feel a part of the ticket, right? You know, that's yeah. a, there's like gotta be like of... I don't want to. I was about to call them N ones, but it was it was for Norm. But like <laughs> P ones being that love Norm are totally different ones. <laughs> Oh yeah, it's a different, like, it's a different crowd. Yeah, it's a different crowd. I mean, like there are, I'm talking about like people who love Norm. I mean, they, they are all about Norm, and some people who are like, I've never even like, I probably John in Plano is the one that could come up to mind. Does anybody remember that guy? Oh yeah. Okay. 
Blake, get your ass do you not remember? hung up now. You no, idiot. I mean, I, I know the that audio of get your ass hung up on now. Well, he was explaining. He was like, I don't usually listen to you guys. I usually listen to Norm. And, you know, like, that's probably, <laughs> okay. he's probably at the Whataburger Normathon. Like, gotcha. Okay. He yeah, I've probably seen it. We're probably going to edit that last part out, but it's okay. Oh, the term N ones. You think you're gonna take that out? Yeah, I would have. Uh, I would have dumped that. <laughs> It'll be the second time you've had to dump for something related. One intentional, one unintentional. <laughs> I think they were all. Well, okay, that one was. Yeah. You could have right. left the other one in. No pun intended, but you, you you didn't actually say that word. No, absolutely, I didn't. And then I realized on Twitter that something was trending with, from that. Did you see that? Yeah, it's Steve Kerr's son. <laughs> Steve Kerr's son, everybody started going, hey, did you know Steve Kerr's son's name? Oh, that's crazy. Well, Sorry, Blake. Inside inside story uh, there. But, um, <laughs> when I... Uh, anyways, uh, <laughs> a vamp. This is great. Blake, I still think you should have a job as a producer, unlike Thank Brad, you, who, yeah. who wants to get rid of you. I had uh, one topic I wanted to bring up was the crow line. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. It's, are, this, is are only you... one, this is the only one Jay wants to be on it because he is fascinated with the crow. <laughs> okay. Are, are you, in, com- are you, are you like, in complete charge of that now? Yes. <laughs> So I, I basically am. However, my first couple attempts got dumped uh, just because I thought this was the ticket and we uh, were trying to have a good time. Um, so now I kind of put it together and then I have to pass it through the quality control department, which is Jake. Okay. Uh, and then he gives me the okay to, to publish it. But yeah. Well, go ahead. I was going to say, that's just a matter of autonomy. You, so you'll, he, he wants yeah, to know, he'll earn it eventually. He wants to know why Jay keeps getting kicked out of the crow line. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I only uh, – I called in after the Cowboys game, and I gave – I was a little distracted. I was trying to give a dramatic reading of computers' tweets, but it didn't, it didn't make the cut this time. But I've been How on – How did it go? Huh? How did it go? Like, what, what was I saying? Yeah, I could probably remember your call. Oh hell! I'd have to I'd have to look it up. I was reading it word for word, so it sounded really awkward. But did you say, "Hey, I'm reading his tweets"? No, no. So I just just called in. I was just reading his tweets. Okay, I'll have to get back to Blake on this. I think next time you should go now and now a dramatic reading of computers' tweets. Yeah, see, (laughs) that's why a lot of people don't like. They'll call in with like a minute and a half of like you know a character. And that's that takes too that long. That eats up, no. and that crow line's already seven minutes long. Yeah, if that. So yeah. I yeah, you know, one I minute or like less. Five to fifteen seconds of something. That's it. Yeah. So I, yeah, I probably didn't understand Here, the context. Yes, of Jay. So Jay, I apologize for not putting. No, you in the crow no, line. do not apologize to him. Do not apologize. Do not apologize <laughs> to him because you probably didn't need purpose. to be on there. Because people will tweet like, "Oh, we didn't make the crow line." I'm like, "What?" Well, Sorry, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I don't mean no. to be the, the reason you I, hate it. I, I'm an artist, and sometimes you you paint something that's that's awesome, and then sometimes you have to throw it away. And this one, it just didn't make it, so I accept that. Which is that, Friday, Crow Line. Is, uh, are we doing that this Friday? Yeah, every week, every Friday. Is that a process that takes literally hours to put together? 
dude it's it's incredible now it got better as the cowboys got worse because i got less calls but uh the first week the cowboys rams i got 500 calls mm. i didn't so, call that week so like i don't know it's the process is going through you know we use this uh this phone service where it delivers the audio in an email so i have to go all right email number one download attachment click email number two download attachment click email three download attach i have to do that 500 times so then i have 500 pieces of audio that i have to put into audacity or, or whatever you know i use audacity i'm mm -hmm. i'm a noob sorry uh and then just go through each one listen to each one is that funny yes or no no delete is this funny yes or no no delete and then if it is then i have to get a description like uh the first quarter fumble save next one oh second quarter touchdown save and then it's a process i i mean i didn't mean to go on that long but yes it's a process it's a process yeah no that's a good explanation that's that's a lot that goes into you it have i don't to, think i don't think a lot of people are recognizing that i think the the first like few cowboys crow lines probably between five to eight hours and so you got to think you know the first one was bad put that out the next day too i think that or is it tuesday <laughs> No, it's Monday. So yeah. Cowboys, Cowboys Rams Sunday night was done at 10, 1030. I'm working on it, sleeping for a few hours, and then have to have it ready for the show. So now the next question is, is it worth it? <laughs> of course it is. You put 10 years into this. No, I'm talking about the crow line. I was, oh, uh, is the is crow great? line worth it? <laughs> so, you know, here we try to find some way to incorporate callers because it's still sports radio it's sports talk radio in a lot of markets callers are a lot of the content so we you know we don't want to forget where we come from but at the same time you you've heard screenless 70 percent of people bring nothing to the table screenless so is, is 20 times okay i'm, I'm going to be controversial here screenless okay, screenless might be 20 times better than the crow line you think so I, I remember so, enjoying Crowline, or I'm sorry, enjoying the screenless on, I think they would do it Fridays. Yeah, Fridays at 2.30. Yeah. You know what? I was a big fan of screenless too until it was my idea to do screenless. And then every week that it wasn't that great, you'd be like, oh, look what Blake wanted to do. <laughs> but I think it's a way to, what's great about screenless is, okay, yeah, you're not always going to have super gold. It's yeah. just like, <clears throat> it's just like, um, I'm sorry. I was blanking on uh, the e-brake. Like, I'm not saying the e-brake's always so funny. Like, okay, well, you know, everyone calls in. Yeah, just do your damn vote. But after yeah. a while, sometimes there's something that's gonna hit. Whereas the crow line lasts so long, it's a, it's an entire segment now. Correct. Like you play the crow line, and then they come back after a small break, and then talk about the crow line. I think. Yeah. So, but in real time, if you're sitting there, you maybe you hit on something, that, or I don't know. Maybe I'm just I'm, I'm not trying to tell you how to do your show. I'm absolutely not. I'm just I'm I'm fighting for uh, screenless comeback. But there's one guy who doesn't like screenless, so I guess it doesn't really matter. So here, like, I mean, the curl line will hit every once in a while. I mean, we've gotten a no. Few. I'm not saying it's bad. I, I'm just saying because uh, there are. You're right. I'm sorry. Yeah, there are no, some no, no. really funny things. I think just our like our point and the reason that Jake kind of came up with the idea is callers can be good. 
but the ratio of callers to bad call, like good callers to bad callers is what? 30% good callers. Oh, if that it's, it's so better this, than your guest hit rate, but yeah. <laughs> okay. Talk about that I'm just here momentarily. I can explain Eddie Robinson if you want. No, uh, so, no, just this is just a way of like you know, if the good caller calls in the crow line, I can determine is this good or not, and if it's good, then I can put it in there. Um, but yeah, I mean, as an early P one, like I enjoyed screenless because you just never knew where it was going to go, you know. Uh, but after a while, it just became a lot of. Liverpool fans calling in to talk soccer with Bob or whatever, you know. So I, this is just a way to control the narrative, I guess, of the callers. Right. You're 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 definitely taking more control. The screenless, it would get nuts, and you're well. I guess at the uh, the part that would make you want to like blow your brains out is when they throw all four screenless callers on at one time to have <laughs> them talk to each other. But uh, I think that's fun. it's very I mean, funny. Think about this, that the caller, uh, hey, you know, you're on screen, let's go. Hey, uh, uh, Dan and Jake, I, I love your show. Thanks. Okay, uh, it just gets rid of that stall that they all just, hey, love listening to the show. I'm a big P1. But I like... Here's my big bag of nothing. You have to understand that I like awkwardness. Like, I like... Thanks thanks <laughs> for that. All right, well, thanks. You brought a lot to the show there, Dave. I'm like... <laughs> Like I enjoy, I enjoy, are we, this is the ticket. We're not looking to have like the most crisp show and like, oh man, that was really great. I mean, we're looking for car wrecks. We're looking for distortedness to where it's like, yeah, we're, we're broadcasting professionals, but we're also not taking this shit real serious either. No, you're right. And, and it, but over time it becomes the same callers. Oh yeah, absolutely. Friday. So maybe maybe we can meet in the middle and do screenless like once a month. That, I think that is a good like compromise, but it probably and won't that's happen. Why, that's why you need a producer. That's right. Exactly. Ideas. Man, I feel like I've... Well, I, I feel like this is going a lot better than Blake would even say. Cause he's, Thanks, man. Uh, no, I think it's... There's interesting things to talk about. I mean, maybe... It's obviously I'm not going to have like a Bob conversation where I like, I have things that I've been wanting to talk with Bob for like, you know, 15 years, you know, that's not, yeah, of course. <laughs> I mean, I don't, uh, yeah, but I, I, I think there's still interesting things that can come up with you with everything that we have. So I don't it's know. nice. It's nice being able to talk. Yeah. Cool. I, 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 I think that. it's nice when you talk, so I don't, <laughs> Thank you. yeah, I think it's nice when you talk. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, yeah. If I can peel back the curtain, it's, um, it's weird them being in the dragon den because like, you know, we're not in the same room. So like I, it, it's, it's hard for me to inject myself into the conversation when I'm not in the room because yeah. I can't pick up on their visual cues. I can't pick up on little nuances here and there. I've just got to try to like butt myself in and I don't, I'm, that's not my personality. Aren't you, you know? weren't y'all zooming in like to like we, visually we, see we each other? doing that. Yeah, we started doing that, and honestly, it helps. Um, yeah. But you know, we've said it on the show. We did seven shows before they had to go to the to Dan's house, and so just as a show, like even for Julie and Mino, like it's hard for us to find our, you know, foothold in the door with those two guys when I don't know. It's just I feel like y'all need to start like harder. broadcasting out of like the AAC or something, <laughs> like. 
Is there a way for yeah. y'all all to be there and like, all right, we're we're blowing air on each other, we're we're san- we're throwing sanitizer in our faces, like well, we're like we we're all right, like we can be in the same room. Three of uh, the five people on the show have had COVID, so they're mm-hmm. not about yeah, we're good. So really, just me and Mino need to have a COVID party and get it over with. Dude, I was just it. thinking today, I really want COVID right now. Dude, what an odd tangent. You want the mild COVID. I don't think you want... No, you I don't want deathly, because there was a couple uh, some people I've worked with who were in a tight... Well, they, they deserve... No, I'm not saying they deserved it, oh, but like, God. But like how do you expect threat. not to get COVID when you're sitting in an office with somebody like that, like in a tight quarters, so... But uh, yeah, I mean, I I know I I would like the nice like I got I got some sniffles, and I can't smell. Oh no, I can. Maybe I can. I don't know. I want that. I want that COVID. What would you do if you couldn't smell or taste? Dude, I would eat like I would eat some like like the onion thing. I would I would like to eat an onion. An onion what? thing? It's pretty common. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, way out there. <laughs> It's like your version of like a, an African safari. I'd like to eat an onion, guys. <laughs> I, I don't know. What would you fucking eat? I don't know if you're going to just dog on me. Well, I, you'd have to just eat the healthiest food for a few weeks, Oh, right? for sure. Like, yeah. Yeah, you wouldn't want to waste your Well, no, I definitely wouldn't like knock down like the best cheeseburger in the world. No. No. But you think like, you would lose day, weight during COVID? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you'd have to eat the crap you don't want to eat normally, which right. is vegetables. <laughs> True. Anyway, yeah. And then I, I get kind of paranoid about it. I have a terrible sense of smell anyway. And the other day, I was like, <laughs> I think I drank something, and I was like, I'm not sure if I can taste this right now. So I like ran to the kitchen and grabbed some food out of the fridge just to eat it, just you to make should, sure I still you had should taste. have an onion on the like table right there. <laughs> my, uh, I should have got my emergency onion. <laughs> you break the glass and like, I need to make sure I can still taste. <laughs> Did you guys see the uh, the kids drinking Everclear when they had COVID? That's a very, very bad idea. That sounds illegal. Well, hold on. I think... Uh, it was the TikTok so I know you can't fucking taste, but you can still feel a burn, right? Um, yeah, but... That's fair. It's on the back of your throat. I mean, like, you wouldn't... Yeah, I mean, it'll, it'll burn a little bit, but it, you're not going to... You probably don't have the gag reflex, right? Mm. So you just yeah, take the edge off off of just a little bit of alcohol, yeah. So when I get COVID, I'll let you all know how that goes. You know. <laughs> so but. where are you gonna go to try to get COVID? I, yeah, I'll just go to the hospital. <laughs> just lick, <laughs> lick a COVID patient. <laughs> kind of walk around, man. I, yeah, I don't know where to get COVID. I've, I'm trying to figure out where everybody else is getting it. So I don't know. Go go to the gym when it's crowded. Yeah, that's your best bet. Uh, did you? In my did, opinion. You, did you wipe this machine off? Oh, you didn't. No, no, no don't worry. No, don't worry. It's fine. <laughs> oh, weird. People, people are, are usually face down on the bench. What? Are you one of those people that judges people for not wiping down equipment? Well, I would say pre-COVID, no. Uh, post-COVID, I'd be like, come on, man, just take like two seconds. I don't know. Uh, I don't. Know. I don't. As long as they don't sweat, I don't care. Because I don't sweat and I hardly ever wipe down anything when I go. I think to the gym. usually it's my back of my head I sweat the most. Yeah, like when Dude, I'm yeah. I don't sweat like at all. I'll wipe away like. Actual what are you fucking sweat. Lance Armstrong? Like, <laughs> calm down. 
Are you dehydrated? <laughs> That's probably it. <laughs> All these onions. I was like, I uh, think you're sick. Right. Yeah. No, I pretty much have like the Dwight Schrute. Uh, approach to like my immune system needs to be tested every once in a while so it's yeah fair. don't watch that stuff I don't care mm. no I, I'm not really this? sure like I, I keep on going back and forth like I remember like if you were to ask me like March 29th I was I was looking through the garage to see if I had any N95s from whenever I painted something you know like <laughs> <laughs> I could still wear these probably for a couple, you know, a couple weeks maybe going into Walmart. And then, then there'll be times I go into Walmart. And I'm like, man, get out of my way. I, I don't care about anything. Yeah. So. See, I, I made the mistake of not taking COVID seriously when, uh, when it first started coming down because my wife works in the ICU. Oh yeah. That's so right. Thought, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I thought for sure I'm going to get it. She's going to get it. She's going to bring it home to me. We'll all have COVID and it'll be a great time. Whatever. So I made the mistake of just joking about it, like to Dan and Jake, yeah, you know, I'll probably get COVID, haha. And those guys are like pretty serious about germs and stuff. So uh, that did not, uh, that didn't land well. And then turns out they're the ones to get it, and not me. So. Boom! You probably had it, and you just didn't even. What That's else? what I tried to do myself. Yeah. You need to take like a uh, what's what's that test? It's not. It's, yeah, you take an antibody test. Yeah, you're like, yeah, I had COVID and I kicked its ass. <laughs> so, no, I <laughs> have you had any people that I, I there is one family that uh, we are family friends with, and there was a big birthday party that they had about a couple weeks ago, like right before Christmas. And my wife, I wasn't in town for it, but my wife was like, yeah, I'm not going to that. Like, we're not big germ freaks, but like. We were, it's the place at where it was, the party, it was in a mm-hmm. very tight spot. And she, she's yeah. like, ah, no. Nah. I like to, like, the best thing that has come out of COVID is I finally can make this excuse that I've never liked tight spaces and now I don't have to apologize for it anymore. Right. But then they right. all, but uh, to follow up the story, they all got COVID. Uh, yeah. So. You were the smart one. Uh, to answer the question, I think you asked me. Yeah, people are uh, are pretty afraid of my wife. There oh, have been really? times where we're asked to hang out, and they were like, "Is she still working in the COVID unit?" And you know, we have to be honest. So, yeah, I mean, there there's some people that are paranoid about it. <clears throat> so then, I must ask you, because sure. I really didn't want to talk COVID. <laughs> How could we not? Because I don't. Well, I I I think we had an embargo on on covid for like about a month or two now oh really like yeah i mean we i was over it like i'm done talking about it i know i'm right it's all fake (laughs) um (laughs) it's the shelly luther episode (laughs) let me tell you it's 5g um no uh, no uh, we've we did the covid episodes back in the you know i was dealing with a guy who works at a hospital dealing with people who deal with numbers and you know we talked about the covid thing and then after a while i was like does anyone fucking want to come on a podcast and like please talk about more covid because i never hear that but yeah i guess i would i don't know if you talk about it much on the podcast but what is your true feeling with having someone that's working in the covid like hospital wing i don't know like 
What is that? What do you think? And is she doing so, like TikTok videos while people are dying? Is that what uh, she does? No, <laughs> oh. no. Um, and, and in fact, uh, she's great because she doesn't like play up the fact that she's a hero, like a lot of nurses will do. Um, well, that would be you know, annoying. Yeah, like I don't know. It's a terrible situation, and she's doing her job. And you know, anyway, I didn't mean to go down that. Anyway, uh, <laughs> no, the the she gets, she complains about a lot of other nurses. If you can't tell, uh, that's what's coming out right there. Um, but no, no, obviously the danger is is pretty clear and evident of all these people getting it. And um, the big thing for the hospitals is, you know, if, if you have bronchitis or the flu, you could be in the ICU for a day or two. And then they can get you back on the floor with the ICU or uh, with the COVID you're in the ICU for like two weeks and you might have to be on a ventilator or uh, intubated. So the danger is a lot worse than normal, but to is us that be, anyway. Is, so what you're trying to say is because the diseased are staying there longer than these other people who are just get rid of them after a while yeah and honestly you know you hear about all these like oh the hospitals have no room and all that kind of stuff it's really just because they there's no turnaround you know they could have a patient in there for weeks at a time because they're just simply not getting over their symptoms or their respiratory rates not increasing you know they're not getting better at the rate uh that they could if it was just bronchitis or something so So, uh, do you think the standards are different for if you had bronchitis to where if you had covid so if you had these certain um, symptoms whenever you have bronchitis, they'd be like, ah, you're go- you'll get over this. Where COVID, they're like, ah, we don't know, you might die. Yeah, so th- obviously there's a lot more panic surrounded, uh, you know, surrounding COVID than normal. You know, the uh, honestly, if we're, if we're being honest, like COVID looks a lot like the flu uh, because honestly it kind of is. You know, it's just a really dangerous strand of the flu. Right. So. Um, you know, when we project this thing out, like we live with the flu now, you know, the first pandemic in the, in was 1918 was the flu. Uh, and it hit the, you know, the society really hard, but then over time we just learned how it acted and we're able to vaccinate ourselves. And that's what we're going to have to do now is just find, you know, find a way to live with it. I mean, it's not going to go away. Diseases and viruses aren't going to go away, but we just got to find a way to get past this, you know, panic. Well, I'm just glad I put COVID talk in about an hour and five minutes. So, yeah, if you want to listen to COVID talk, you made it all the way this far. <laughs> you deserve COVID talk. So, go ahead. Yeah, if if you uh, want to talk conspiracies, you you have the right person on. Are you a big conspiracy guy? So that's the label I have at the really? ticket. And you know, it all traces to like, like my first training camp was with Norm, Bob, and Dan and Donovan back when Donovan was still on bad radio and you know, they do the whole thing of like, just, you know, tell me about yourself. Like, what are you watching on Netflix? And I just had to be honest. I was like, well, I just watched loose change on Netflix. I'm <laughs> interested. Not, yeah. not, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I'm not a huge conspiracy theorist. I just happened to have seen loose change at the time. Yeah. So, uh, they just thought I was the biggest conspiracy nut. And, uh, I don't know. I just kind of ran with that label ever since. Well, I mean, they that guy did uh, see one of the planes that allegedly crashed. He saw it pull into, like, an airport in Cleveland. He could really? see, like, the, the airplane VIN number or something like that. 
Okay, yeah, I look at a lot of uh, airplane VIN numbers too. I, I super remember. Do, can we all talk about the first time we saw Lose Change? <laughs> I haven't seen it, but I was a part of a podcast where somebody else watched it. And oh, it, I was about so. to say, I thought you had seen it. Yeah, okay. It's a good watch. Uh, I enjoyed it. I remember, I'm going to go back. So I remember this being around 2007 or six. I don't know. It, might, it was definitely after my post high school career. I was, we got drunk one night in Stephenville because <laughs> some, some friends of ours are like, come out to Tarleton and we'll party. I'm like, all right, cool. And then we'll we, introduce you to Art Bryles. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> he was there. Um, no, but, uh, we woke up that morning. We were kind of stirring, and we got in a conversation like about loose change. I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> and so, while while hungover, I watched Loose Change, and I was immediately like, "What the fuck? This is like <laughs> this is like before like internet could really calm you down a little quicker. Whereas like I got to investigate how much like can it heat." You know, can uh, metal melt at a certain temperature? <laughs> Man, the cons- yeah, that makes me laugh. That loose change infiltrated Stephenville, Texas. Oh, yeah. dude, it was it was. I think it was the whole college crew. Like everybody's passing loose change around. <laughs> so pass DVDs around, yeah. No, I, I remember. I can't remember. It wasn't like on YouTube. It was like one of those spare sites. Like it was on Break or something. <laughs> you had to download it on LimeWire. Yeah. You had to, you had to go through some encrypted thing. I don't know. But I remember being like for about a, it wouldn't be like a year. It was probably like a couple months or something. Like I was like, what's going on? And then I eventually kind of found out. Okay, this isn't, this isn't what it's all cracked up to be. But so, Blake, do you do you have a favorite conspiracy? Um, <laughs> the Sandy Hook one is pretty fun. Whoa. That that false flag? Um, you know what? I may be a conspiracy theorist. I don't know. I don't think Sandy Hook happened. Oh, we got time. Let's do it. <laughs> um, why? Let's see. Um, I'm pretty sure like these numbers could be off, but like the gunman that shot all the kids, like if you ever hear a massacre, and I hope that you never do. But if you do, like, it's it's normally like six dead and twenty three wounded, right? There's right. that ratio of not as not as many people die as wounded. But the kids in Sandy Hook, it was like twenty two dead, zero wounded. Yeah, it was like a pretty weird ratio, like no survivors. You gotta no remember though, kids really suck. Like at, surviving. Like you're like run, kids are like what? What is it? What, what loud noises? What? But no, um, <clears throat> I remember hearing that one too, and I, that was another. I had, I had worked with a coworker who goes, because I literally I was like, whatever. I'm a bunch of kids have totally died. I mean, it was seemed true to me. And they got one guy who's he's still really in conspiracies, like super in conspiracies, and he goes, "Are you stupid or something? That did not happen. <laughs> like that didn't happen." And I go, "All right." So I went to the, I went down to Sandy Hook. Uh, trail that one just seems like if you someone you've got to have the smoking gun with everything though no pun intended like you have to have something other than 
these kind of circumstantial type things. Other than that, it's just what I mean. Yeah, I mean, it is the ratio is off a little bit, but you got to have something more than well, something yeah. that just raises the eyebrows. Yeah. So here, okay. So here's what. Gosh, I, okay. I am a conspiracy theorist. This yeah. Let's let Blake cook for a while. So, uh, don't interrupt. So I haven't. Are we going like, to ruin Blake's I, career tonight? What's going on? No, no, no. These no. are just ideas. <laughs> He's not saying any of this is fact. No. I haven't researched this in years. So obviously, yeah. you know, I'm going to be off on several things. But I remember at the time, like, okay, the reason why they would have done it is Obama was trying to push gun change, right? Correct. He was trying to get rid of everyone's guns. Hey, let's create this event uh, that can make everyone hate guns and specifically assault rifles. Let's have them shoot a bunch of kids. Okay. Uh, so then you get, uh, okay, the Facebook group for, like, support Sandy Hook survivors or whatever was created the, the day before the event. Uh, the FBI set up, uh, like, traffic control, like, you know, like, report, like, news media to the right, police to the left. All that was set up, like, before the event. Um, his, like, shotgun or something was, like, left in his trunk, and they said that he fired a shotgun. Like, th those kind of details are, are weird. Uh, I think they pretty much identified that crisis actors were some of the kids' parents and that some of the kids, like, didn't exist. So, to me, <laughs> like, there's a lot. Um, however, none of that is probably true. But Well, to me, I, I would actually – I would say one thing that actually did change my perspective on this one is I actually – there's a podcast I used to listen to probably about five or six years ago. It was called Deep Inside the Rabbit Hole. I think it's what it was called. And there's one comedian. Um, uh, I forgot. It's not Nick Cannon. It was something else. It's, <laughs> it's not Nick, Nick Cannon. Cannon. It's, it's another guy with Cannon. I, I'm sorry I'm blanking on it. He's a nice guy. Um, but there's a comedian, and then there's another guy who's like a hippie dude, and then there's a dude who is absolutely off his rocker, crazy conspiracy theorist. So it's a real cool mix. It's a it's an interesting mix because the comedian can just tell jokes the whole time, and then one guy just goes all crazy about it. But they actually had a guy who was from Sandy Hook, and like, or yeah, he's from Sandy Hook. His dad was super there, like, and like there was involvement there. Like he's like, yes, there's dead children in there, mm. type thing. So that kind of like gave me. It's like so with conspiracy theories, it's okay to like. I don't like in the sense of like, no, you can't even talk about those type of things. Like, you can't even bring that up. No, you can bring it up, but with everything, you got to have counter counter information with everything. And so, I'm okay with going. I don't know. Probably happened. I don't know. I'll listen to this stuff too. But when that went, when I heard that one, I was kind of like, eh, it's probably not right. I mean, or it's probably, it's pretty plausible that that probably happened. But you can come up with all types of things that kind of pop up as conspiracy, you know, all these little facts. They can probably be shot down one by one, but no one ever, because, oh, you can't talk conspiracy theories. You can't even, don't even kind of, don't even entertain the ideas of there. So we can't even really go through the things that you brought up yeah i think we're in a, i think we're in agreement because 
Like, I don't want to stand on the table and say Sandy Hook didn't happen or no plane landed in Shanksville or there was a shooter on the grassy knoll. Like, I'm not that dedicated to it, but I do find it, like, really fun to investigate. Yeah. Yeah. Like, honestly, like, it makes me feel bad to think that Sandy Hook didn't happen because then that means I have to say, you know, 22 kids' death doesn't mean anything to me. That's terrible. Yeah. But uh, to me, it's just... I don't know. It's just very intriguing to see, like, okay, what could the bigger motive have been? Well, you know, how could they have uh, messed the story up? You know, that kind of stuff is more fun to me uh, than just, you know, getting in a shouting match over someone that disagrees with you. Mm-hmm. So I try to not, like, talk about this stuff on the air because, honestly, I don't care. I think like, it's actually kind of – some could find it incendiary, and I think this is a nice, safe place to be like, all right, man, did let it off because I like I really don't. I mean, I don't really care. I mean, I, I I love conspiracy theories. I mean, truthfully, I don't know how Jay is, but I like I'm it. in, huh? Yeah, I'm in. I yeah. mean, I think it's a good conversation and topic. And uh, but like, but I don't yeah. even think like those are like that great. Like those ones, there's there's kind of some holes, and that's a, that's a hard one. That's a hard conspiracy theory to like fully suss out like like what's yeah, even i feel bad about the, 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 sure. i know Phil, the, you did say that my favorite one is sandy hook you did no, say that just, uh, <laughs> emphatically that's, i guess i i interpret it as what's the most controversial oh okay yeah okay so okay. We'll, we i hope you just pull that it's like no no it's not what exactly you meant yeah, there, there's your preview by yeah, the way exactly. yeah there you go no but, no i think it's good for conversation it's good to ask questions i mean my personal favorite one is that magic johnson never had hiv or stevie, that was just, or that stevie was just wonder is uh stevie wonder is not blind that that may be true and i've seen videos that hey look at this look at how he Him react, reacts but maybe he has some level of vision. He's not just completely dark, but you know. <laughs> but see, those yeah. those are the ones that are like more funny. Like you're not going to get in trouble for believing those. See, yeah, no, and that's that's I really I'm... truly think like. But if you step into like the JFK and the 9/11, like people will like if they agree with you, then you have like this, some sort of bond. But if, you have a friend for life. Yeah, it's like. It, and it's the same with politics. It, it's like it, it gets to a level where if you don't agree, like you have to hate that person. And that's what I don't like. Like it's just supposed to be a fun conversation, you know. And that's I don't even like approaching conspiracies with people I don't know because of that. They, they'll think I'm a nut, which I am. But we're all you know, a little nutty. Someone shouldn't be judged by the way you think about something, you know, that you really have no idea about. Well, I was I was gonna try to play the uh, the video. Oh, look at this. Did he catch it? What? He catches the mic. This is a oh, video the Stevie, Stevie Wonder, Wonder thing. He <laughs> caught it. See though, that's funny. I think what people don't know though is like the level of blindness. That's yeah. Like I'm sure you can see like some outlines and you can kind of, but like you you're definitely not allowed to like drive a car, right? <laughs> you know. Blindness builds up. But I think what's the problem with Stevie Wonder is he he, he acts as, as if he is super blind. <laughs> so, like, he is the most blind person to blind. Like, he is so blind. 
so, so blind and his head just moves randomly as he yeah, sings because like, he's like, I don't why? know. I don't have why? no perspective. That's what you, I, I'm just twirling in the world. I just don't even know. So, yeah, that's that's probably what the that conspiracy had started on was just, well, how can anyone? But when you're like, I had to realize like, not late in life, but like whenever you're, you realize, oh, yeah, blind people aren't like blind, blind. They're like. They can like see lights and outlines of folks, and but it's just they can't fucking you know. It, I always thought when you're a blind person, they're just they just see black at all times. They just have blindfold. Yeah, like when, when you're a kid and you pretend to be blind, you yeah. just shut your eyes. You just like, shut, this what is a how realization that is. <laughs> Whereas I think you should probably just I don't know put. Uh, how about uh, don't try to be blind. <laughs> <laughs> How about not mock them? <laughs> no, I mean, it's, you ever try to be uh, disabled? No, I don't, no that's I don't, uh, that'd be a new one on the list. Uh, okay, I'm gonna t- I'm gonna ask you one question. If sure. I put a wheelchair in the, the corner of your house, you're telling me you're not gonna play with that wheelchair? You're, gonna, you're not. Jay. You're not going to try to do wheelies on it. I'll let Jay answer this. I think this is this is Blake on the hot seat. I've okay. When was the last time you were in a wheelchair? Probably within the last year or two. Why? Why? Because if there was a wheelchair, like if I was, like my, I wouldn't say my grandmother had a wheelchair. Maybe she did. And I would just kind of like go on a wheelchair and just kind of like try to do wheelies Uh-oh. on it. I was in a wheelchair at the Dallas I wasn't Zoo. like sitting there going, I am now disabled for the day. Please treat me as such. No, I just, no. you know, wheelchairs are fun. You, you broke into my bragging montage of, of being in a wheelchair at the Dallas Zoo in 2018. I just I had knee what a surgery. Fucking and I was, weird conversations. This has all been. I was not able to walk, and I didn't want to crush around everywhere, so I got a chair. I was yelling at everybody, "Don't look at me in my chair." Do you chair. think there should be? <laughs> do you think there should be more heavily regulations on uh, people who jump in those carts at Walmart or Target? No, because I believe in the Second Amendment and freedom. <laughs> like. It's like some lady just jumps in and goes, "Oh, you you obviously can't walk, right?" Nope, just total lazy fuck. If you can't go all the way to the store, it's really Dude, yeah. Jay Jay believes in that until he sees the person that can walk board his airplane. <laughs> That's when it pisses me off. Yeah. I become an instant judger on whether someone can walk or not when they're boarding the aircraft first. Oh yeah, for sure. It's like oh okay, that's just. You. Like you can walk. Come on, yeah. get, back, get back to the C group where you belong. Or like people <laughs> who go through the. Um, you ever get jealous of the people who go through the airport in the golf cart? You're like, how did you get that service? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. just, but you're at the front. And you just go. I just want to let you know, there's no fucking way I could get to my gate <laughs> unless you get the golf cart out. <laughs> I'm gonna try that. And be like, listen. It takes some gall. I'm just telling you, no way I can get there. All these people in their military uniforms. <laughs> what is this, dude? They went to the Army Navy store. If anything, I could tell you, I love stolen. I, I love stolen valor uh, videos. Did have you, you ever planes? Huh? No, like, have you not seen stolen valor, uh, stolen valor okay. videos? 
I know what the concept is, but what? no. You've not just sat and watched Stolen Valor. I have not seen them. Okay. No. Well, this is going to be fun. I didn't think you made me watch a Stolen Valor video. Well, there's like all these ma- montages. There's I I know one of them that Imagine losing hold on. everything. Dang it, stop. Well, so what's the premise? Just people getting caught that they're not really in the military? Yes, people who are in the military will just straight up see someone in the military and hold on one second, Jacob's uh seeing if we're still on. Uh he will see someone on like in an airport or whatever, even in the mall, and he oh, will just go Nope, like your your shit's all <laughs> fucked up because he, they're in the military. They know what you're supposed to have, and then yeah. then they confront them and being like, uh, "Do you have a fucking?" Cl- uh, this is my favorite one. Hold on, I'm gonna get to it here in just one second. Uh, I need a producer right now. Yeah, I have see, to do this. I have to do this all on the fly. See, if I was your producer, I would have had it ready and just given it to you. We we there need to be produ- producers. I'm telling you. Uh, no, I I I'm now becoming uh yeah you know, the producer would have the volume on right now. No big deal. <laughs> you know. Shit. Hey sir. Hey my son like to meet you. He really uh admires guys in the army. Okay. Hey buddy, I'm Sean. What uh what unit were you in? I'm with the Second Battalion Rangers. 75th? Second. And we're 75th Ranger Regiment with the Second Battalion. What's your MOS? My MOS is 11 Bravo. All right. I'm what's called attack one. Uh, so just in, your, just in your first uh, seeing this guy, so you yeah, think... He's not a ranger. You think, you think legit? No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for the audio listeners who's not, who's not uh, listening on the live feeds uh, on Twitch or whatever. Yeah, um, all right. If you're listening on a podcast, just picture Dilbert without hair. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Yeah, not a fit guy. So, no. um, yeah. All I do is I go out on missions. Where'd you get your uh, three CIBs at? <laughs> Afghanistan. All three? All three. You know you need to be in three different campaigns to get three. Ooh. Oh no. He goes, well, this guy knows too much. Three, uh, three CIBs, right? This one was from Afghanistan. Okay. That's from Iraq. Okay. And that was from my second rotation back to Afghanistan. You know, no matter how many you do, you can only get one for That's... Iraq, Afghanistan. Hey, why don't you fuck off, man? You know, I got a different thing, man. <laughs> like, you gotta give you getting really defensive, like. I don't like this. So what do you think of Stolen Valor already? No, it's, uh. It's too much like Screamless. What? <laughs> it's just awkward. Oh, it's super. See, I told you I love awkwardness. I'm trying to find another one that I... Uh... Have you seen all 26 minutes of this video? No, I don't think I have. Oh, this is a good one right here. Uh... <laughs> Seems like you have. Cause yeah, I haven't seen it. Wait, this is a good one. It's 1154. <laughs> <I haven't... laughs> it's in the 19th. You got a minute? Thing. I haven't seen all of these. There's just some that have really stuck out to me. What's going on, man? Uh, nothing much. Hey, how you doing? No, I'm doing great. Yeah. Hey, thanks for your service. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, no. Jay, please describe the scene. Well, I'm on my phone, so I I can't see real well. Oh. Okay. I can't describe the. Okay. Action. Now, Blake, you describe the scene. <laughs> this guy in scrubs. <laughs> I mean, I know he's got an army jacket on, but his. 
His outfit doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> That's even the, you, the you funny. See, like the the Burger King logo. Uh, nothing much. Hey, how you yeah, doing? he just I'm threw an army right jacket yeah, over hey, every for... clothes. That's weird. And he's got a small dog with him. And the thing obviously doesn't fit either. Like the jacket doesn't fit. No. Right. Your service, man. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. Um. Thank you for your. <laughs> that's always the greatest part where you go. You know, my kid wanted to meet you. Uh, I thank you for okay. your service, and they're all like, "Yeah, yeah, no, no problem." You know, yeah. it's what I do. <laughs> so you got your dog there. You're in the army, or? Yeah, I'm in the army. Yeah. Full time. Full time. Full time. I mean, usually they always oh. say that. My Not brother. My brother. Whenever he goes, yeah. Forty hours a week, buddy. That's right. <laughs> Full bins. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, benefits. He gets, he gets dental from the army. <laughs> he pulls out his blue cross, blue shield card. I'm trying to think. Of, I know there's like national guard, but there's not like part time army. <laughs> like, oh. like, like Blake, who's trying to get in with the real army. He's just doing part time until he gets in. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just over 29 a, hours, Brad. Yeah, I just pull a shift every now and then. Yeah, I do overnights. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know anything about the army. I mean, I got people. I got a lot of friends that served. Uh, you want to tell me oh, a little bit about it, or yeah, we're out there to make assure your safety and that no enemies come to America. Okay. <laughs> oh yes, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. What's up with the dog? By the way, those are chinos, man. Those are jeans. Okay. You got blue jeans on. <laughs> Yeah. His shirt looks like a scrub too. <laughs> yeah, it does kind of look like a scrub, but it's, a, it's blue jeans with a issue, um, with an army jacket thing. I don't know. Canine. It's um, trained to um, smell. Okay, never mind. I think this what? is just. I think this is just a mentally ill person who. who yeah. Has, who that has, breed of dog. Yeah. Is never trained to do anything. No. So what is the payoff on these? As far as the people trying to pull something, is it? Trying to get money from people or just thank you for your service? Well, now I'm thinking that one guy was at an airport. So he was trying to or do... a mall. Yeah, he was at <laughs> maybe right. a mall. Yeah, he might have been at a mall. All right, Jay, here's uh, here's an ad from Brad. Let's see what Brad's been Googling. <laughs> I think it was like, honey. Oh, you skipped it. Shut Jay. up. <laughs> oh, God. I didn't realize that that was going to be uh, the part when sharing my screen. Uh, yeah, see your personalized ad. Yeah, Adam and Eve. I know what that's all about. <laughs> no, I think what's what most of the stolen valor guys are. Maybe maybe he was at the mall and like, hey, you know, veterans do get or uh, uh, army personnel get like forty percent off. So it's like, hey, I do want. And they some... get a they get a free chicken sandwich at Chick Fil A. <laughs> Not making that up. He's not. Oh, God. And then Cinnabon, you just point at what you want. And... <laughs> you know what I'm discovering is that I think Dan and J uh, Dan and Jake need to let Blake talk more. Uh, but, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> if we, if we can ever do a stolen valor <laughs> section, maybe. <laughs> Otherwise, I'll stay in my lane. I fucking can't wait for that. Uh, uh, I'm trying to find a good one on here because there's a. But again, a lot of these people are like kind of mentally ill. Like that's 
Yeah, I'm not looking for that. I'm looking for someone who is, just they're dumb. all there. They're so, just trying right. to pull some big trick. So, Jay, what we've discovered about Brad is he will, he's not willing to make fun of the mentally ill, just only the disabled in wheelchairs. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> if he sees a wheelchair, if he, sees a wheelchair he, he, in. he just makes a beeline. Well, hold on. Y'all act he like I want to laugh at some people on YouTube. Y'all are acting like I find the wheelchair, but the guy's in it, and I go, "Listen here, dude, I need to get off. I need to jump in that." Like I don't push him out. Like I just see a wheelchair and be like, "Dude, it'd be pretty funny to you know, like do some tricks, you know, get some air bra." It's a forearm workout. Yeah, that is true. Uh, well, so okay, I'm 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 about to find another one. There, if you Google or YouTube Stolen Valor, there is so there's one guy who's like in some straight class A's, like in the middle of not like like you would only wear those at like funerals or something. <laughs> like, he's like, I thought I thought you were gonna be talking about like the guy that uh, was in Tropic Thunder, who said he was in yeah. Vietnam and he really was. I thought you were talking about this. These are like this is sad. <laughs> well. Yeah. These people are just hot red-handed. They just wanted to wear something warm. <laughs> yeah. Well, they were they're handing this out at the homeless shelter and this is all they had. So, right. so in the end develop a story. Do they do they just expose them or Oh, they just gonna go, Yeah, you should probably just not wear that, you big dumb idiot. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. There's no assaults or anything. No, right? I mean no, 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 no. <laughs> no. Okay. It's not that at all. It's just Good old fashioned fun, man. It's uh, you know, it's not freedom. Yeah, it's freedom to try to dress it. It's it's. I don't know if uh, stolen valor is stolen valor illegal. Uh, I'm sure if you profit off of it in some way, I mean that's well. Yeah. If you get a discount you, you at Macy's, well, you need an intent and benefit both for sure to qualify as fraud. So. If you don't get anything out of it, there's no crime. And if you're not mentally aware that you're even pulling something off, then it's not I think a it's crime. okay as, as long as you're not trying to open up a checking account at USAA. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm just here for that uh, 0% interest. Uh... He's in full, they're like, uh, the only people just show up in normal clothes, man. Uh, you look like, like you're graduating from Top Gun. <laughs> no, it looks, yeah. Uh, let's one more stuff. <laughs> you didn't have to throw your hat up in the air when you gave you the account. God. Oh, I'm sorry. I I need a producer again. I was playing a video and y'all could not see it. I'm I'm a very stupid man. Uh, go ahead. Where did you serve? I served in Iraq, the first Gulf War. Iraq and first Gulf. First Gulf War. Okay. Dude, these people, these people aren't a hundred percent there. No, yeah, you can definitely tell. Not, not a lot of people bring the Purple Heart to Costco. Um, they yeah, usually keep out medals. <laughs> so yeah, this guy's in Costco and he's Dude, in his art. Does that? Go ahead. Does his jacket really say Top Gun? Um, no. It says, no, okay. <laughs> uh, like, it looks like a uh, Greek last name. Okay. Stopolopolis or something. 
Okay, that's... What? Is that offensive or something? I think Stopalopoulos is a reduction of <laughs> Greek ancestry. I think I'm Greek, so I think I'm allowed to... Um, Mantelopoulos? Snapalopoulos? That's, that is a that's, fake name. That's better. <laughs> he might have stolen valor on that name. This one is for combat, and that's uh, Iraq service. Oh, oh, you went to Iraq. So yes. you served in the first uh, one. First one. First one. Two thousand one. No, no, no. Iraqi freedom. The first one. Desert storm. Desert storm. Desert storm. Oh, he's got the matching watch. And then the reserve. No, we didn't have this uniform back then. We had the chocolate chip. Okay. So remember the old one, the old style. Then Okay, so this, I don't think this guy is super mentally ill. I think he really likes the army, but probably had like flat feet or something. So Flat feet? Yeah. So. Boy, that's an inside army joke right there. Oh, it is? I, I guess. Of course. They won't let you in if you have flat feet. I didn't know that for a long time. Oh, really? That, that was always those things where you hear about some of the guys going, yeah, I can't even go to the army. I got flat feet. <laughs> I was kind of like lucky. Right. I, I have to tell my parents I just don't want to go. <laughs> yeah, there's that. Yeah. And now I have a war hero brother, so I'm just a sec I'm always gonna be the second, so no big deal. <laughs> then we went to this. When we went the reserve they started coming up, they came in with five different uniforms within mm. the within the past three years they went to the tri Alright, I'm gonna I'm gonna make another observation. Um he doesn't. How did we get stolen valor? He doesn't sound like he's Greek. <laughs> right. Like if it's Monterey, Greece. Is that what you're thinking? Uh, it just it just doesn't sound Greek. I, I I can't pinpoint the accent. It just doesn't sound Greek. Well, I don't know. We'll move on from. That. I did catch uh, your related videos or like, you know, your subscriptions on your YouTube page. and you I've got to find a way them, for the guests not to be able to have this information. I don't know. Let's hear this out because I didn't see them. Uh, why, what are you do, watching WWF videos for? Oh, why wouldn't you watch that? Uh, OSW Review, question. which is, uh, do you want to see another fun part of the video? Sure. Oh, this <laughs> is actually a little topical. Uh yeah, everybody should listen. Do you did you not uh watch wrestling as a kid? Uh no. I didn't. What the hell is wrong with you? I think what channel did it come on? I I don't remember having it. USA. Really? Or... Okay, we had... Should be, yeah. yeah Mon Monday Night Raw is on the, USA. They would put the special ones on like HBO or something, right? No. Maybe um pay-per-view? I mean, they were pay-per-view for sure. Okay, maybe yeah. that's it. No, yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't really into it. Well, that, that... I mean, I knew who the Rock was and Stone Cold Steve Austin, but I wasn't watching it every week. You were just not with the cool kids. No, no. Why do you think I have self-esteem issues? Yeah. Well, does everybody know Greg Tepper? <laughs> yeah. Um. So this is a fairly big pod, uh, video podcast. Greg Tepper was actually featured because actually me and greg tepper we bond for our love of osw review which is a wrestling review podcast <laughs> jay have you ever heard it <laughs> no but now i'm intrigued it's yeah. me and me and greg tepper we made this connection a long time ago and he finally made his 
Let me let me do a full screen for this so you, you can't see the uh, side views. Um, do you know who that is? Okay. In and bring it down in those luminous red pants. Wonder what V1 thinks that bar is. On the way in for the score, Melissa. Oh my god! <laughs> awesome, Greg. How's it going, mate? That Fucking, what's the crack with you, buddy? The uh um, so he was uh, doing a Melissa Cardinals game against Pottsboro, <laughs> and he he did a obscure reference. I mean, literally, no one will understand it. I don't. I, it's funny that he did it, but no one would understand what he was talking about. You have to watch the video podcast, but. This is a fairly prominent podcast, and he was featured in it um, because Greg Tepper is kind of a big deal. But do you know who else was featured in this episode? Your grandma that has the wheelchair <laughs> and survived the aneurysm. It's a very uh, very good callback, but no. Same grandma? No, it wasn't Grandma. It was actually me. I, w me and Greg Tepper were both featured on the same video podcast. This, I'm trying to find where I was featured on. By the way, isn't that ironic? That uh, this is amazing stuff. I don't think it's as you, good for the podcast. Maybe. And you pretending that you don't know exactly where it is is also right. phenomenal. Oh, yeah. No, I don't. I I literally deal. lost if you're like uh, part of it, but I don't. Even, I'm not even going to play the audio. They were asking. Um, oh, there you are. Yeah, there I am. Uh, they were reading off tweets about. Um, oh, shirtless! Awesome. <laughs> what? <laughs> Nothing. Um, they were. Uh, they were asking, like, whenever you, whenever Bam Bam Bigelow f fought LT in uh, WrestleMania, what is eleven? Jay, I don't know off top, of my, I don't know off the top of my head. Well, you know that that fight had existed. That that match, I know, yes, that match yes. existed. Well, back in '95, they were asking, "Did you know who LT was?" And I definitely did not know who LT was when I was at that age, which I was eight at the time. How old are you, Blake? You're all right? my age? Sorry, not Jay's age. He's very much older. I'm 29. Oh, so you're you're a little younger, much younger, actually. You're about four years younger. Just a little bit. Yeah. So maybe wrestling, man, I don't know. No, it was definitely popular when I was a kid. I just wasn't, I just never got into it. Like, my friends weren't into it, and it wasn't, I don't know, it just wasn't a thing. What were they into? Uh, you know, porn. Um, <laughs> well, that is true. Uh, I don't know. We just uh, went to sports. I don't know. We just never, never got into it. All right. I mean, I've had a, I had a wrestling video game on N64. That's about it. Which one? Oh, there you go. Is it the Raw one or is that WCW versus NWO? Yeah, yeah. That's WCW a good one. WCW versus NWO uh, Raw. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great one. Uh, who? Who would who would I be on that game? Let's see. Are you gonna look that up? Yeah, why not? Like, what do you mean? Who would you be? Like the guy, like the guy you would always use. Yeah, yeah, that's what he means. Other than like obvious being Sting. Sting. Yeah, dude, Sting automatically came with a baseball bat. 
That was that was a big like we had to like when we were playing with our friends like everyone had to agree we're not going to be Sting, <laughs> and then at the end one guy would like move over like oh I'm sorry I'm Sting, and you get a bat and you just pummel the other guy. Jay was Jay was like in college by then, so yeah, I was I was too old for too old this, this nonsense. I was starting my career. <laughs> WCW NWO Revenge. Yeah. Oh Goldberg, yeah Goldberg. I hated Goldberg. Oh, everybody does now. Yeah, man, that guy did not make it. Like he ruins everything. He does. Sorry, this game. (laughs) Do what? Chris Jericho was in this game. Yeah. Oh, that really ages me. Um, That guy still wrestles. Goldberg and Chris Jericho still wrestlers. Well, Goldberg, no, he didn't wrestle. He's a hired gun. Yeah, he. Whenever the Saudis call him, he'll show up. Wow, Rowdy Roddy Piper hated that guy. What? Oh, Booker T was cool. <laughs> Freaking Blake is just. <laughs> man, this is a trip down memory lane. At least all he's giggly. That's what we're yeah. doing, man. This is great. Yeah. There was an NWO guy that I used to use a lot. Let me. Uh... Hulk Hogan. No, oh look, there's Sting. Kevin Nash. No, I didn't like him because I think he was wearing jeans in the game. Yep. Did you want the Maybe guys was... in the speedos? You're like, hey, that's too much clothes. No. He was a big Virgil fan. <laughs> no, he was called Vincent. No. Did you guys did, did you guys know the WCW guys at all? Yeah. I used to love fighting Ming. Ming. I loved. Oh, that's a uh, that's um. I loved beating that guy up. Ming? Like beating Ming up? Yeah. That's um Haku. He used to be in WWF like yeah. years and years before WCW. And then he became Ming. He had a he had like a his gimmick was like he had a a golden thumb or something or some sh- crazy shit like that. I mean, I thought I used a guy like Ninja or something. So you probably use like Dragon, Ultimo Dragon. Did he kick a lot? Or Ray Mysterio Jr. Is, is this good for the podcast where we just have Blake going down the memory lane during WCW Revenge? Would anybody like need, to hear about? Uh, I need to play this. <clears throat> we're okay. gonna end the podcast with this. Okay. Um, I think we should talk about Hillbilly Rap. Has, okay. any, has anybody ventured into truly hillbilly rap and that it's not just like some stupid idiot like there's like some legitimate uh, here we go here oh. we go here goes as Brad the, Contrarian with everybody producer. thinks this sucks I don't think no I, I would tell you right now it's not my thing but I'm also I uh, I brought this topic up to Jacob to do and Jacob didn't like it because he he's like, man, it's just too easy. And it's like, we're just going to shit on it. And it's just whatever. And I'm like, no, I don't really want to shit on it. I'm actually almost a little shocked that it's a lot better than I thought it would be. On the day that Dr. Dre is going to die, <laughs> we probably shouldn't talk about hillbilly rap. No. Well, okay. It's a disservice. It's a Did disservice. you know that, that Neil McCoy has a song called Hillbilly Rap? Oh, my gosh. I bet it's awesome. 
who is it? Neil McCoy. Oh, okay. He has a song called Hill, Hillbilly Rap. Oh, nope. my God. And- Please find it and play it. Okay, <laughs> okay hold on. Well, I was going to play Jelly Roll, but I guess I'll get to him in a second. We'll do that one in a second, and okay. then we'll cut the head off of this thing. Neil- oh, I think I know exactly which one this is, too. Uh, I'm reading the lyrics, and this is... Well, I can't wait till, <clears throat> truthfully, for Jay, and I'm, I'm going to pressure him on the podcast. Jay has a movie review that we need to get through, and oh. and I need to talk about a song that is in a movie right now. It is killing me. In due time. Yeah, and in due time. Do you like movie reviews, or do you like movies, Blake? Not really. I no. knew you would do that to me. And I was like, hey, you know, Blake, come back on and review a movie. Maybe we should have you back on to review a movie that you've just... Well, no, I would be I would be a great movie review person because I haven't seen a lot of movies. See, that's like Jake, but Jake's uh, wildly uh, unreliable, and he'll just, yeah, I'll watch that, and he'll never watch the movie. So Yeah. All right, Neil McCoy, he'll build your app. Let's see what this is all about. Oh, this is old. Is this it, Jay? Yeah, that's it. Oh my lord! Oh god, he's sitting on the stage. It's weird. No, he's standing. Okay, now he is. That's a song from Beetlejuice. <laughs> oh, I don't. I think that's a song from something else too. Well, that's true. We've come a long way since we've come a long way since fucking Darius Rucker, huh? That is like, my name is Neil McCoy, and I'm here to say. Does he say anything else? Does he sing a song that is of his? I don't know. He's gonna get into it in a minute, I guess. God, it's a real ramp up. Oh, here we go. God damn it. Yeah. I can tell okay, you right now, enough. the guys who I want you to listen to would beat the piss out of him <laughs> for this. Yeah, Neil McCoy's like 60 now. Yeah, but Neil, Neil McCoy, this was just like, he's the hip. Look, it's not all a bunch of boring white guys. We got Neil McCoy over here. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Looks okay. like Barack Obama. Yeah. I'm calling the Von Miller. Let's uh, cut this one short. All right. Well, I got the gist of it, but let me go. Hey, while, we, while we vamp, I have a question for Brad. Go ahead. Are you the same Brad C that will turn in songs for us? No. Uh, no, that is, no, that is a chiropractor from Dallas or something. I don't know. No, that's not me. He's a good guy, though. We should have him on the podcast, but. We should. Do you think he'll talk to me in person since he won't talk to me on Twitter? Oh, yeah, that's right. It's funny, Brad's he's been brought up twice now. (laughs) And Brad's always like, no, that's a really successful guy. Uh, (laughs) It's not not me. Super (laughs) successful guy. I'm, uh, yeah, not that at all. Yeah, he's like, he's like, doubly successful because he's a chiropractor and he does like audio mixes i don't know um does everybody see the screen that i'm looking at but 
Yes. Yeah, I'm just waiting for this audio. Well, maybe I should like play this whole uh, intro part. Well, maybe at least. Heartstring hackers attack. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, this I see. 4.3 million views. Dude, this dude is wow. wildly popular. If you see right there, 1.39 million scrubbers, uh, subscribers. That's a lot. He looks like a douchebag. Well, we're going to see if he seems like one. ...on one of these violent vixens and will bring them to swift justice. And he has a bunch of... Oh, my God. <laughs> Did Whoa. she shoot the TV? <laughs> but it doesn't go off. No. Yeah. So we open the video. Okay, this is the part I wanted to see. By the way, for the people listening at home, this is Jelly Roll, and it's uh, the song "Dances with Dance with Ghosts. That's not a very good title. But dance with ghosts. It does not flow off the tongue as much as you thought it would. But uh, if you want to follow along at home in the video, watch this. So this lady's like a detective. Look at that fucking uh, costume uh, badge that she picked <laughs> badge, up. Yeah. It was five thirty. What is she doing getting up? <laughs> Sun's oh, up too. What is happening? It's a very what? fat post Malone. Why is why is Kevin James a rapper is. now? So uh, I need uh, I, I need Jay to describe Jelly Roll to the audio listeners. Well, it is. It's like King of Queens and Post Malone had a baby. <laughs> you leave Kevin James out of this. <laughs> Yeah, I would say that's a probably good, a good, and now, you know, okay, well, let's see if he's got some bars, okay? Yeah, it's, it's Doug Heffernan rapping. <laughs> I swear that she bad as can be, and all of them ballers, they throwing them dollars, but she's only fucking with me. She's so smooth, she's so classy, so red, she's so sassy, so nasty, so fancy, yet trashy, yeah. So independent, she don't need shit from me, no, she don't need nothing at all. They ain't fucking with the when it come to money, man, she go out hustle. God, you would think with this many views, you're making pretty good money. These the production value fucking stinks in it, right? Can we describe what we're seeing? Yeah, I guess we should. I mean, I was I was trying to listen to the bars, so, but now describe the the last bit of the scene. I, okay, so it starts with this uh, scandally dressed woman getting out of bed at five thirty next to a guy shirtless. Then it cuts to wrapping Doug Heffernan with tap <laughs> tattoos. <laughs> With even more women dressed very uh, <laughs> provocatively. And then he's just standing there rapping. And then this guy sits down. This, uh, what was that guy from uh, Jerry's uh, Jerry show? The bald, the bald guy, the guy. security guy? Yeah. Yeah, Steve or whatever. Yeah. He sits down in a chair, like, tied up with hands behind his back, behind the chair, with rope. And then this girl, like, gets turned on by it and starts dancing on the that's, that seems to be accurate there. Okay. She's actually kind of hot. Yeah, the other girl uh, is I mean, hold on. Uh, I say hot, but like she's super trashy too. So Very trashy. And oh, now they just punched wow. him. With, a, with an arm sleeve tattoo comes in and punches the guy in the chair. Now he's looking. I hope he's into this. They're cutting his uh, arm off? I'm, I don't know idea what's happening. Hand off. Uh, intermittently is uh, Big Fat Post Malone rapping every once in a while. 
<laughs> she's like, yeah, she's like hacking his arm off. And then another girl oh. points a gun at him. In the head. What is this? <laughs> well, I want you to know that there's a lot going out there, going on out there that you don't know about, and this is what it is happening. Okay, so there's. I will see how this ends. Okay, so the girls are walking out like that. This is a very odd. I, I don't know. I don't know if this is good for a podcast for us to listen to this. <laughs> okay, now. Wow. He's really having trouble with like the what's happening in the. Uh, now he's being sat down. Okay, so the guy that woke up in the bed with the blonde detective is now being put in a chair by a brunette. Yes. And if you get put in that chair, you're in a bad place. You're not in... Yeah, this, this is like the music video for the movie Saw. <laughs> Except for all they do, they just pull on your arms and no, put no, a gun no, to I'm your sorry. head and I messed walk up. out. I didn't, I didn't mean Saw. I meant Hostile. Did you yeah. guys ever see that? Oh, okay, okay. I have. Uh oh. So this is like a the bad version of <laughs> Sorry, the way she's holding that gun was very hilarious. Okay, now the blonde busts in and pulls a gun on the bad. <laughs> now a blonde gun butts the guy. Hands a knife. Oh. Are they cutting his hand off now? Off. Oh, they cut his finger off. Uh, cut his ring finger off. Uh, oh, it all makes sense now. And, and through this whole thing, I'm listening to this guy sing. Or, I guess he's a rapper. So apparently, this group of women just hunt, like they hunt down guys that are cheating and torture them. That's the only thing I'm gathering from that video. Jay, do you have any final thoughts about that one? Uh, that was fantastic. <laughs> I just want to leave it at that, to be honest with you. <laughs> that, was, that was good stuff. So there's another part of this hillbilly rap of some sort that I found. Um... <laughs> yeah. By the way... So in this video, it's Savannah Dexter. <laughs> Demon. 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 Demon Jones. Jones. Big no, D-E-M-U-N. Yeah. <laughs> Good name, though, right? Um, uh, and also Adam Calhoun, which uh, I guess he's my oh, cousin. Oh, yeah. I guess he's my cousin. Um, <laughs> Dusty Lee. Uh, this is Big Trucks is this video. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, so if... It and you keep guessed it, it, there's a big truck in the frame. A, you know, come on, man. Keep it simple. Do it. The people want it. That's what they want. So um, that's what I actually came upon this whole hillbilly rap. Uh, it was because someone was like, oh, your name's, he saw my last name. He's like, oh, you must like Adam Calhoun. And I'm like, I have no idea what you just said. I don't know who that is. Or And then he... I don't really want to get in Adam Calhoun because he kind of does some controversial stuff. But um, 
Uh, it's very interesting, but uh, it's, uh, you know, whatever. But. So, <laughs> Dusty, uh, Savannah Dexter, what you think of her? Mike Reiner would not like her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. She doesn't have big enough boobs. Alright, this guy's not that great. Yeah, that that's terrible. Sucks. Yeah, that's awful. It's pretty bad. Huh. This has 3.7 million views? Yes, sir! incredible see all the stuff that you're missing because you think man i'm too cool for that but i have to admit though of how ridiculous this is the production value isn't that bad is it just because you know i guess anybody can have this little i think today you can get the equipment Jay, look at he's got the uh, Ford ads popping up now because he's watching <laughs> Hillbilly Rap. <laughs> I fucking hate that you can see that. Oh god, yeah. Um, what's up with that guy's hat? Does he just like to stay out of the sun when he's doing lawn work? <laughs> yeah, I want to hear the rest of this. With the heater for your butt. Oh, oh man. Is I think this I found not... a return cut for tomorrow. Uh, what? I think I found a return cut. Oh, <laughs> yes. I will absolutely be Big by the truck. channel for that. Big trucks. You gotta find Big the trucks. you gotta find the edited version though I think so. Oh, that's true. <laughs> I don't know, be, and I don't know if had. that exists. I think I think Savannah's first line was, "I act like I'm from the South, always acting tough," or something. <laughs> yeah, something like, like that. I was acting up. <laughs> that's that's bad rhyme. Just awful. And I didn't realize until just now that we there's two people. If only there was a, a, a Dusty Cranfield somewhere. We would all have our last names in this yeah. video. <laughs> Sorry. I don't think you're going to find one of those. Yeah. Demon's line was, have you ever seen a $100,000 truck Well, Demon Jones pulling up? <laughs> what an idiot. What if my answer was just, yes, I have seen I, one, I, one I, of those, I, in fact. I'm staring no, at I, it right now in this video. It's, it's happening. <laughs> so thanks. Yeah, it's me. a, it's a truck. Yeah. So what's up with your hat again, <laughs> dude? You're fascinated with his hat. I I also didn't realize he has fish hooks on his hat. Did I miss that oh. part? Oh my gosh, of course. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess I ended it with the good stuff. Hillbilly rap. Please go listen to more. If you have any more, Jay, you just bring them to me. I'll play them. Well, sounds good. Yeah. Well, did everybody have fun? Did we talk about all the things we didn't think we were going to talk about? Like, Boy, San- uh, like Sandy let's Hook? Bullet, let's bullet point this list of topics that we discussed. Well, I, I thought you were writing it down as a producer, but we'll we'll, we'll go through them now. But Sandy Hook. Sandy Hook. Stolen, stolen Valor. Billy Rap. 
Stevie Wonder, Doctor Dre, Neil McCoy, Kardashians, Shelly yeah, Luther divorce Shelly ticker. We have a new yeah counter of divorces yeah. for Kim Kardashian and Shelly Luther. I don't know how I came upon me one oh because you saw the next video i got in the osw review which i might cut that out because oh, yeah. it sounds really la- it sounds really oh and then blake sat there and watched looked at old he, he had no content he was just sitting on the internet looking <laughs> at these wrestlers that he used back in the day <laughs> yeah on this n64 video game i used to play he's just like that's back cool i'm like cool blake do you want to come back to the podcast Yes, of course. Yeah. Well, no. Well, Blake, this was fun. Uh, we should do it yeah. again. You know, we we sh- we will schedule one down the road of a vi- of a movie that you've not seen, because again, you don't get to you don't get to do these type of things on there. Uh, I guess. I know. I get, I don't really get to be a part of a show. Oh shut yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. You're. <laughs> yeah. You know. I'm trying to think I'll of some there. someone who's a behind the scenes guy that really is. A big I'll be a. I'll be a Saroy one day. Oh man, maybe just a Jerry Brockheimer. Yeah, something. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right, Jay. Anything else? No, I, I like to let you close these out oh, with oh, your formatics. To, You're doing to, great. To the awkwardness. Uh, all right, we'll leave now. All right. It's, it's that, like the rolling screenless of endings. Yeah, my bad. Right. All right. All right, Blake. Hey, Blake. Hey, guys. I need a, I need a, uh, uh, a liner real quick. Um, I'm just, I'm just playing. Oh, bye. All right. Bye. See ya. Later. Yeah. Okay.